Blue light this, blue light that, blue light, screens, electronic devices. That's all we hear about. The media and every single social media post would have us believe that blue light is the devil. Or is it? In today's episode, I will discuss blue light and its impact on sleep. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, Certified Nutritionist, Veteran Law Enforcement Officer and 24-7 Shift Worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate Shift Workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigours of Shift Work, but thrive. My goal is to empower Shift Workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's episode of the show. Now today we're talking blue light and its impact on sleep. It's all we hear about, isn't it? And it's becoming so confusing. We must avoid blue light at all costs. It's so bad. We go to the optometrist and we get a new prescription for our lenses. And the first thing they recommend is, do you want a blue light filter for your lens? We open social media, avoid blue light. It's really bad for your sleep. But is it? So let's cut through the rubbish and give you what research has actually shown so that you can make your own informed decision and refer back to this podcast as evidence-based. So to start with, what on earth is blue light? So let's just clarify that first. Now the world is pulsing with electromagnetic energy and it travels around us, it even travels through us in waves. And the waves are varying in different lengths, the longest being radio waves, microwaves, infrared, and ultraviolet UV waves. The shortest are including the electromagnetic spectrum of X-rays and gamma rays. Now, most electronic waves are invisible, but a small band of waves, known as visible light, can be detected by the human eye. Now, visible light waves vary in length from 380 nanometers, which is our violet light, to 700 nanometers, which is our red light. Now, wavelengths of blue light. The longer the wave, the less energy it transmits. So blue light has a very short, high-energy wave. In fact, they're only slightly longer and less powerful than UV waves which are too short for people to see with the naked eye. Now, health experts are warning against the harmful effects of UV rays, which can damage your skin and eyes. And that high-energy blue light waves are nearly as powerful. Now, here's a fun fact. If all the light waves are in the sky, why does it actually look blue? So the whole light spectrum is travelling through our atmosphere. But the sky usually looks blue because the blue light waves bounce and scatter off the nitrogen and oxygen particles in our atmosphere. Nitrogen and oxygen particles are perfectly formed to deflect blue light. So at the end of the day, when light from the setting sun travels a longer distance to your eye, much of that blue light will have dissipated by the time the sunlight reaches you. And you'll see more of long red and gold light waves. Voila, we have a stunning sunset. The sun emits blue light, your lights emit blue light. 
we were exposed to more blue light than ever because of how many devices emitting blue light we are actually using on the daily. When we think device, we think of our mobile phone, but computers, laptop screens, tablets, and our TVs are all emitting high amounts of blue light. Now, our eyes are structured to keep out some kinds of light, especially that damaging UV light. However, the structure of our eye cannot keep out blue light, and we are exposed to so much of it daily. Take a second now to stop and think about how much blue light you're exposed to daily. Looking at your phone, under light, outside, on your laptop or on your workstation screen. We're exposed to it all the time. Now a recent study showed that during COVID lockdowns, and admittedly they're unique, that a third of the population were using blue light emitting devices for between 9 and 11 hours a day. And almost 16% of the population were using devices for 12 to 14 hours a day. Now, that is absolutely enormous. Admittedly, you know, it's it was through research. Uh, sorry, it was through COVID. And COVID obviously had severe impacts. People had nothing else to do. Now, let's just be clear of one thing. Research to date is not clear if blue light causes any actual damage to the eye. But it's important to note that LED devices emitting blue light have not been around for long enough, so there's no long-term research to prove or disprove this. So this doesn't mean that they're not. It just means they haven't been around long enough to actually show whether there is long-term damage. So let's just have a look at what the research does actually show. Now, number one is digital eye strain. Using digital devices for long periods may actually cause eye strain. Now, while research does show that people who use electronic devices blink less, which may lead to drier eyes, there is actually very, very little research to confirm that blue light directly leads to eye strain. So there you go. So next time your optometrist asks you for your blue light blockers, keep that in mind. Number two, sleep. There is clear evidence that blue light affects your sleep and also your, by interrupting your sleep-wake cycle. Eye sensors in our eyes clearly perceive the difference between intense blue light waves during the day and then those orange and red tones of a sunset signalling that our day is ending. When our eyes detect the orange and red tones, then it signals to our brain that it is time to release melatonin and start getting our body ready for sleep. Studies also show that exposure to blue light in the evening inhibits the release of melatonin. Now, melatonin is our hormone that brings on sleep, and that's just putting it simply. And people's sleep cycles may even be delayed or even completely disrupted. Hello, shift workers. Now, what is incredibly important to note here is this, that when blue light disturbs your sleep cycles, research shows that then other problems begin to develop. So close your eyes and listen to this. Now, that is, of course, unless you're walking or driving, for God's sake, don't close your eyes if this is the case. So, what other problems can we come across? 
Well, there's an elevated risk of hormone-related cancers such as breast and prostate. That's number one. Number two, there's lower levels of leptin, which is the chemical that signals our fullness after meals. Have you ever noticed that when you're tired, how much more you want to eat because of the elevated ghrelin and the lower levels of leptin in our system? We suffer from metabolic changes, especially blood sugar, and this has enormous impacts on obesity and diabetes. Poor sleep is linked to heart disease, type 2 diabetes, anxiety and depression, as well as obesity. Now, the bottom line, the use of artificial lighting and electronics at night may contribute to sleep problems. These devices emit light of a blue wavelength, which research is showing will trick your brain into thinking that it's actually daytime. Think about where you hold your phone. Think about how far away from your eyes devices are, and you are looking directly at them. Now, many studies suggest that blue light in the evening disrupts your brain's natural sleep-wake cycles, which are crucial for optimal health. And blue light in the evening tricks your brain into thinking that it's daytime, which inhibits the production of melatonin and reduces both the quantity as well as the quality of your sleep. And I cannot understand, understate the importance of sleep. Okay, so on the back of all that, who's going to keep using their mobile phone in bed at night? Yeah, we all do it. Everybody does it, but it is severely impacting on us. So that's how blue light impacts us detrimentally. But, and I have a great big but. No, no, no. Not that but. Melissa says, I've got a cute butt, and well, she's never wrong, so there. But it's not all bad. In fact, blue light is super important to us as well. So what does the research say around why it's important? So blue light helps you to stay alert. Studies show that blue light can speed up your reaction time and stimulate awareness in the morning for late chronotypes. Now, for your information, Chronotypes are, we either have morning larks, and they're the people that bounce out of bed first thing in the morning, up and ready to go, and we hate them, or we have night owls, which are the people that can't go to sleep early, and they're the ones that want to stay up late and sleep later in the morning. But studies show that this blue light exposure in the morning will improve for those late chronotypes, those late owls, to be able to get up earlier in the morning and get going. So there you go, blue light exposure. Blue light exposure also boosts memory and also your cognitive function. Comparing blue light to amber light exposure in this study, the blue light performed better during memory consolidation tasks. That's important, all right? So they proved this, that the blue light exposure, which is the normal light exposure during the day, improved your memory and cognitive function. Blue light exposure at the right time is now also a main treatment for seasonal depression. This is important because blue light has also been found to be a really effective treatment for depression. So blue light exposure is actually being used to assist people with depression. And blue light exposure, you ready for this, can literally improve acne. Put simply, Blue light actually kills acne-causing bacteria and lowers inflammation. Now, before you rush out and stand there in the sun, just remember, get that blue light at the right time, and that's how it can help. 
So let's look at some strategies. We've seen how we've seen how this blue light can be beneficial, but let's look at some strategies about how we can go about blocking that blue light at the wrong time. Because we do live in an electronic day and age, and we need to be able to watch TV, look at our mobile phones, um, be inside under normal lights and um, fluorescent light, incandescent light, things like that. We need to be able to do all this. But what we do need to do is we need to make sure that we can actually block that blue light at the right time of the day. Now, tinted glasses may help. And amber tinted lenses are the easiest and most effective way to block blue light exposure at night. They're effective at blocking blue light so your brain doesn't get the signal that it's wake-up time. Now, studies have shown that when people use blue light blocking glasses, even in a lit room or while using an electronic device, they produce just as much melatonin as a person that was, um, that as is, my apologies, as if it were dark. Now, that's incredible. Let me just back over that again. Studies show that when people use blue light blocking glasses, being the amber lenses, even in a lit room or while using an electronic device, they were producing just as much melatonin as if it were dark, and that is significant. In one two-week study, 20 individuals used either blue light blocking glasses or glasses that didn't block blue light, blue light for three hours before bedtime. The former group experienced major improvements in both sleep quality and mood, and that's important. And here's one for us, for the shift workers. These amber lens blue light blocking glasses have been found to greatly improve sleep in shift workers when worn before bedtime. Of note, this study actually carries a p-value of less than 0.001, improvement in sleep quality. Now, this is a significant milestone in research and proves that there was a significant impact. So amber, blue light blocking glasses for the win here for us shift workers. Now, I highly recommend amber lens blue light blocking glasses, and I will post a link to the Swanwick, Swanwick night glasses in the show notes as the ones that I recommend after trying numerous others. I can't tell you how comfortable they are on and they're easy to wear. Now you may look a little bit like Bono from U2 wearing them and a bit freaky driving home from your night shift, but let me be the one to tell you, putting these blue light, these amber lens blue light blocking glasses on and draw, the second you leave work and driving home with them and leaving them on the entire time blocking that blue light until you get into bed, take them off and put your sleep mask on, I can almost practically guarantee a proper sleep for you. Now, Sw Swanick have also had Harvard Research conduct research on these glasses, on their glasses, and they had extremely favourable results. They've had research conducted at numerous places, so uh, these are glasses I highly recommend. Trust me on that. Now, the other way that you can block light is you can install an app called um, Flux on your computer. Now, this syncs with your actual location and time zone, and it will block blue light at the right time. Now, on your Mac, if you've got a Mac, 
you can turn on night shift and set it from sunset to sunrise and it will do all of this automatically for you. It just knows where you are and it just will shut you down and you can adjust the warmth and I highly recommend that you turn the warmth of the light to the full right so it goes full amber for white light to get rid of all of that blue light for you. And you really should be using similar settings on your mobile phone as well. Some simple tips, just stop watching TV and turn off all the lights one to two hours before bed. Another good tip is buy a red or an orange reading lamp for your bedroom. This can make an enormous difference as well. Remember, sunset and it actually starts to bring on the melatonin because we're not getting the blue light. So red or orange, associate that with sunset, our body sees it and it starts to bring on that melatonin for you to sleep. And the other tip, keeping your bedroom completely dark and using a sleep mask. Don't forget, we have light sensors in our skin as well. So it's no good putting a sleep mask on in one area if you don't have, um, if you've got like your curtains are open. All right, so keep that in mind and remember that. Now, let's just summarize all that. Blue light not only inhibits our sleep-wake cycle, but it also greatly supports it when it's used at the right time. Get up, get coffee, and take your coffee outside as soon as you wake up. This blue light will inhibit all of our sleep hormones and it will wake us up and get us going. This is important for everybody, not just our shift workers, but for everybody. When you get up in the morning, hydrate, have your coffee outside. Even on an overcast day, the lux of the light, the blue light from outside, is still over four times brighter than any lights that you've got on inside. So do that. And wear non-blue light blocking lenses up until at least midday. Now, if your optometrist is telling you to get blue light lenses, that's all well and good. But wear those after midday. As you start to get that eye strain or as you start to feel, um, you know, as you've had that blue light exposure in the morning, as you've had that blue light exposure in the morning, it is actually triggering your sleep-wake cycle, your circadian rhythm, that we're awake in the morning. But what you want to do after lunch is you want to start winding it down. So that's the time to put the blue light blockers on. So if you're updating your lens have non-blue light blocking ones in the morning, swap to the blue light um, lens filter on it in the afternoon and start to stage down your body. So go through just the normal yellowy type lens that you can wear in the afternoon and Swanick do these lenses as well. You can research that and have a look. Wear those in the afternoon and then when it comes time and you're going home or for the last few hours before you go to bed, that's the time we put on the amber blue light blockers because they block all blue light, which is going to trigger our, um, our eyes. Now, there's a link in my bio, as well as in the show notes, for a pair of comfortable and well-researched lenses, which are made by um, Swanee. The amber blue light blocking lenses are particularly effective, and they're being supported by research, and I honestly believe, from my own experience, will be more and more supported up uh, over time. All right? So, in summary, summary, blue light in the morning, vital. Non-blue light blockers, 
expose yourself to outside blue light in the morning, this triggers our eyes to awake. And no blue light late in the day at all. And these amber lenses, these blue light blockers in the evening. Have a think about it. When you go camping and you've not got your phone or you're camping, have a think about it. You wake up early, you are awake all day, then you sit around the fire at night, which has only got orange light coming off it, there's no blue light, and you start to feel incredibly tired around about sometime in the evening, and you start to feel incredibly tired, and then you look at the clock and you realise that it's only 7.30 or 8 o'clock. That is your natural circadian rhythm. Go camping. If you want to reset it, go camping. And that shows you the impact that blue light has. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.